Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. All right, I'm Ron Calga. The Mighty House team is back with hour two of the show. You can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart265, and Maggie Rad. And wherever you're watching, you can click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. We're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 every Saturday at MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel. And you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at MightyHouse. And you can also just give us a call, 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice for Mr. Floor Cleaning Products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. And if you want to sign up for the Klein Tool of the Month, all you have to do is call Trixie at 877-711-5611. And, call now. Uh, yes. And she'll get you signed up for the KTB2 portable job site rechargeable battery and flashlight. And uh, that is brought to you by Klein Tool. That drawing is today. So you want to get your name into the Mr. Floor tote bag as soon as possible. 877-711-5611. And uh, with that... We've got our buddy Mike Novak in the studio. That's all the time we have. Good night, everybody. <laughs> I did not know. I don't see Mike Novak. You don't see him. Uh, where? What am I? Am no. I? Uh, this, oh, I see his arm now. Yeah, you, you must flail wait, about. Wait, wait, wait. Where's the camera? Yeah. Uh, wait a second. What's going on here? You're not. You're there. You are. Is, oh, all right. Yeah, if you slide over this way, he can see you there. Then right I can there. see oh, that's you. And why, then, why, is if that they figure other... out if the camera's up there when he changes the configuration on Facebook, right. and you'll be because there's uh, see there's two cameras up there. One. Yeah. No, one... no. I, I know. I know the camera that he's he can see me on right. now. But right. uh, wh- I'm talking about the camera across the way. Yeah. Why? What's going on with that? Why is you got to talk uh, to the uh, man Anders behind... in North Dakota? We don't yeah. have any control over this. Oh. <laughs> okay. You, you got to talk to the man behind the curtain. All right. I'm supposed to be on camera, man. Behind the curtain, yeah. Help. Is he's working on it? Oh, is he working on yeah, it? He's trying to it figure took it out. Twenty minutes okay. to get on air, so I wouldn't go push. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, so uh, you, um, Mike Novak, he does a show here every Sunday from nine to eleven. Correct. That's right. And uh, uh, the Mike Novak show with Peggy, Peggy Malecki, and, and that's where Robbie's supposed to say Peggy Malecki. The Mike Novak show with Peggy Malecki. Okay, there we go. See, there you that's go. How that works. Uh, so. Uh, so you can always tune in and listen to him uh, on the stations and uh, stations across the country also. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's a few. Some of the ones you're on, and yep. some of the ones you're not on. That's right. <laughs> and uh, but, uh, but of course, all, all the the podcast places and sure. all the streaming live places and all that stuff. Mike Novak like dot net. To, uh, to find right. Out Mike Novak dot net. M i k e n o w a k dot net. Of course, we talk. Uh, about sustainability, the environment, uh, throw gardening into there, and, and, and how your garden uh, relates to the world at large and how you can do it better and safer and healthier and help everybody else, including yeah. your neighbors. That's right. And uh, So, uh, you ready for this? What's we, that? 
at first, I used to just, all the, I used to compost it. I just throw it out the door right next to the deck, right outside the patio door. And I just, and my wife was always worried that we was going to get pests and all this stuff. Okay. And it was going to smell. Okay. After about six, eight months of doing that, she realized it didn't smell. It looked, everything was composting and the flowers love it. And that, and <laughs> so we had our pile going and now she's doing it too, right? Oh my goodness. So now we're, we're just throwing anything. They're just letting it compost right outside the door. It, the it's land. not in the bin. It's just a pile. No, we just pile it outside. Okay. And, and well, I mean, you can do that. I mean, it, it, it should, it'll decompose. Sure. Yeah. And, and the, the, like some said, municipalities might object to just a pile like that. No, well, it's not, it's just two of us. Not like there's a lot that we throw out there, you know? Okay. I guess just apple cores and you know, different stuff like that. <laughs> So anyway, the landscapers came Ron, through. Do you do- think there were any leftovers? <laughs> <laughs> the landscapers came through and they cleaned it all out. No. Yeah. What? Yeah, they. You know, because I, I have a fall cleanup. Uh, yeah, which is I. Th- no. I think is the dumbest thing in the whole world. Yeah. But you know, yeah, because so, what the, it depends the, on your tree species. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, cottonwood leaves won't break down. They'll kill your grass. Oh, oh, they we, will break down, but you know what I mean. They take so long, the grass will be dead below. So cottonwoods have to go. But yeah, but you can, you can, you know, you can here's mulch them, whatever. Right, you can, you can run a lawnmower over them, and then they'll break down, or you can just rake them into your garden beds. I mean, my my backyard is just full of leaves in the garden beds right mm-hmm. now, and and the front. I actually stole. In fact, my new my new deal is steal your neighbor's leaves. Okay, <laughs> uh, there, there's a whole. Do you mind if I rake your yard for you? <laughs> exactly, and I Please did. You whack I went out on the parkway and I was <laughs> raking the the yards next door and just piling them on my own parkway because I have a garden there. I don't have lawn. Right. And uh, and it was right before that big snow. Um, and I let the snow dump on it, and it's like a double layer of insulation for your plants. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, so I, I thought that was pretty. Fun. They came and cleaned it up. They, they, they so they they took the whole pile. Yeah, you should have said, "Hey, that's that's valuable uh, uh, compost, there, yeah. dudes." Right. You should have charged them the for bin. it. Yeah, really, you got to let them know. Frustrating. But, but that's but that's what landscapers do. They're paid to clean up. You know, they they, you know, they, they haul I, it all away. You got to use air quotes when you say the word landscapers, though. I mean, you all right, Rich and Ron. You guys talk about uh, uh, contractors all the time, and you and qualified. You, you know, yes, and what unqual- and what and right. what do you know? You Licensed know? and are these educated. Li- Right, and are these landscapers coming around and cutting your lilacs into ball shapes uh, in the fall and cutting off the blooms from the spring? Uh-huh. That's that's kind of what they do. They, when they do all that neatness stuff in the fall, first of all, you don't need to neaten things up in the fall. Um, it's better to leave a lot of the growth there. Uh, seed heads, like if you got cone flower, they turn into these wonderful seed heads and finches love coneflower seeds, and they come in the winter, and you will be visited by birds in the winter if you just leave them up. They also provide a place for insects to overwinter. Solitary bees and other kinds of insects, if you want fireflies, you leave the leaves on your ground because fireflies uh, overwinter in the leaf litter. So right. it, these, if you want any life in your yard, any life at all, this is what you do. You just leave the stuff. Yes, Robbie. And how about, I still see professional landscapers still put the mulch up to the trunk. And you've been talking about this for as long as I've known you, and I see it all the time, even with professionals. And I talk to professionals about that, and I say, why do contract or landscapers still do that? And they scratch their heads. Nobody knows why. And it's, be, you know, it's be, they're, they're ignorant. They don't know 
that they're not supposed to do that. Can you, you address that? Yes, you never pile mulch against the tree. You don't let your mulch touch your tree. There's a th- thing called the flare at the bottom of the tree where the tree comes out. You see it flare out. That that should always be exposed uh, because if you pile mulch around your tree, for one thing, critters will get in there in the winter if you're piling it up. Uh, voles, boy, they're going to have a feast and they'll start <laughs> chewing on the bark of the tree and suddenly you got a dead tree. Uh-huh. Uh, insects can get in there. Moisture can get in there, can rot the bark of the tree, and suddenly, again, you've got a dead tree. This is the dumbest thing ever. So what you don't think volcano, think donut, which is the inside is very low and then comes out uh, and higher uh, a few inches or feet away from the tree. And that's where you have the, the height of the, uh, of the mulch. Or do you have to mulch it? If for trees, it's a really good idea. Uh, see, here's the problem with when when folks want to grow their lawn right up to the base of their tree, we get a disease that I like to call lawnmower blight. Okay. Oh, uh, I've got that. You got lawnmower yeah. blight. Okay, and it's. Do you set your blade that low? Uh, no, no, no. The wheels just bouncing off the edge of it as I go around. Well, well, what I call it is bumping into the tree with yeah. the lawnmower because you go, oh, I, I can get there. I, I got, I got it. Don't worry about it. I, I'm really close. Uh, oops, I bumped into the tree, and then you yep. bump into it again, and then, and then suddenly you're killing your tree because what when you bump into the tree? Okay, you hit the bark right behind the bark. Is the xylem, phloem, and cambium layers, which is all easy for you to say. where the where the new well the cambium layer that's the only one I know. He's got another one he just threw in there. Uh, well, xylem and phloem they're the nutrients going up the tree and down the tree. Okay, from okay. the roots to the leaves and the leaves to the roots, and they're right inside the bark. That's mm-hmm. where all that. The, the, the vascular system of the tree is. It doesn't happen in the middle. No, it's not. No. A pe- that's the, the, the heartwood. And heartwood is, it's dead. It's been going, you know, it's, it's, that's where you get your good strong wood, as you know. Um, but it's not where the action is in the growth of a tree. That's on the outside of the tree. So when you bump the bark, you're smashing into that, and you've now disrupted the vascular system of your tree. You do it enough times and your tree's a goner, uh-huh. and that's why you don't want to uh, grow your lawn right up to the base of the tree. String trimmers also, so, you know, people go in there with their string trimmers, they go, oh, I'm really good at this. Watch. Oops, I nicked the tree. Well, you just cut off some of the vacu- vascular system uh-huh. of the tree. So that's what was one of the reasons to put mulch around a tree, so you won't do that. All right. The other thing is mulch breaks down, especially, you know, I'm not talking about white rock. Uh-huh. I'm talking about... <laughs> I'm talking about uh, organic material, like... Turn that up a little bit more so we can hear it. Oh, you hear that? We're going to get out of here, okay. Yep, we're going to take a quick break. We're with Mike Novak, Talking Gardening. We'll be back right after this. Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Lisa and I built your room. But I don't like this clown. Uh, I wouldn't take it down if I were you. It's a load-bearing poster. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. All right, you can follow us on Facebook where like by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor Help Floor Helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. If somebody wanted to sign up for the newsletter, Rich, to find out Mike Novak's information, how could they do that? 
Oh, you would go over to MightyHouse.net. You'd click on the Contact Us page. Just enter your first and last name, your email address. Scroll on down and click on Boom Done. Boom. It's that done. simple. Boom Done. Just like that. Yeah. Excellent. And okay. It actually does say Boom Done. It does. It, it does say Boom Done. <laughs> So uh, Mike Novak is in the studio mm-hmm. from the Mo- Mike Novak show, and with Peggy Malecki. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I kind of jumbled that with that's, that's Peggy okay. Malecki. You, 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 you're getting used to it. Yep. And uh, just go to MikeNovak.net for more information, or you can listen to a show Saturday or Sundays here from nine to eleven. So brush with fame. Yeah. Okay. So give us your oh, wait, brush wait, wait. And, and before we uh, and thank you for the the nice photo and everything on the newsletter. Thank you, Rich. Um, oh. And uh, and I just wanted to finish the mulch story okay. or, uh, or or question. Um, when your tree is young, it's a really good idea to have mulch around the uh, the tree because as the mulch breaks down, and we're talking about uh, organic materials, basically shredded hardwood or bark, um, you can even use compost as a mulch around your tree, but that breaks down really fast. Um, it provides nutrients to the roots. Uh, then as the tree grows out, uh, the roots go out sideways. They don't go down. They go out sideways. So if you look at the canopy of your tree, which, which, where the leaves are, your roots go out that far and probably a lot farther. Um, so um, the mulch right around the base of the tree at that point isn't helping provide the nutrients as much as it did when the tree was young and the roots were not going out very far. But it still protects the tree from lawnmower blight and string trimmer blight. Right. And if, that you sort have a, of... if you have a willow tree, those roots are about four or five miles away from the tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, <laughs> they're in different zip codes, Yes, basically. Yeah. And and in your pipes, of yes. course. So. Yes. Oh, and, and, and that's, that's a thing, too. Um, tree roots do not break into pipes. They take advantage of cracks in pipes. Yeah. They, they're they opportunists, the tree roots. But people say, oh, that tree root broke into my pipe. No, it's not breaking into the pipe. It just, if there's water seeping out, it finds that water, and then it gets into the pipe where there's a, where the pipe is compromised. What yeah. about where a connection is? Can they break through a connection? Only, well, if, it's already a, or only if it's already loose. Yeah, if it's loose and it's, hmm. you know, not had not been attached as well as it should be, or if it has become loosened, it'll take advantage of it. Well, that's interesting because at the end of the show, when we wrap up and say, what'd you learn today? There, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and yes, tree roots are a problem in pipes, but I'm, but I'm just saying your pipe had the problem first before the tree got there. Right. Just, just saying. Right. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys know that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just... The old clay tile where they where the two pieces meet. Yeah, you know they they would put some uh, some mortar or something around it to hide it, hold it together, maybe. And uh, so then the the roots get in there, and as the root grows, it just grows and it cracks the, the yeah. clay tile. Yeah, it just gets and worse it, and, and worse. And it crumbles. Yeah. So that's how it goes. And so you uh, get, and then and then your basement floods, and you get the guy in there with the rotter, uh-huh. uh, which happens in about every two or three years at my house, and. Uh, and but it, but he's always saying, oh, I bet we're gonna find a ton of roots, but he never does. Really? It, yeah. It's, huh. There's not a lot. I don't know what what causes it, but it just backs up. Yeah. Although, I, I, okay, I got a knock on marble here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I I have not had that in several years. Well, so. they just redid your sewers out front too, though, right? Uh, yeah. Well, they did. Not just they did about ten years ago. I want to okay. say. Uh, and then we had problems right away. 
Right. And, but now they've gone away again. So I think, did they do something Downstream, else? Downstream. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe they, well, they, they were doing some sewer work this summer. Uh-huh. Uh, no, this fall, actually, this fall out in, uh, down at the, the end of the block. So I'm hoping we're good. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, with the city, you never know. You might have been the choke point there for a while. <laughs> my mm-hmm. ba- well, you know, the deep tunnel empties into my basement. I don't yeah. know if you realize that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That's how they keep uh, the water levels down all over the city, by pouring right. it into my basement. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I had a, a brush with fame. Okay. Are you okay, Robbie? Please. Salute. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Is that allergies or is just, just just mice? Just mice. <laughs> it's yeah. It's just mouse dander. <laughs> of course. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay, I can't wait. All right. So the, you might know that um, uh, in addition to doing radio, because radio doesn't pay for anything. Really? Uh, really? Wow. You hadn't figured really? that out yet. Well, I was. I'm kind of getting the idea. I think Rich, uh, Robbie, Rich you Ray- guys. Yeah, you guys. Uh, uh, anyway, so, uh, well, he did double our pay this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that joke. Yeah. Um, so I do a little bit of Christmas caroling at, uh, this time of year. Sure. I have a group called the frozen Robins go to frozenrobins.com, Um, and also on Facebook, Yeah. the frozen Robins on Facebook. Um, and so we hire ourselves out to do various things. And Robbie was asking earlier off air where I'm going to be this year. Uh, we'll be singing at the Morton Arboretum. We got five dates at the Morton Arboretum, the 18th, 19th, 20th, 22nd, and 23rd. Um, and we sing from five to 8 PM. You know, it's an outdoor light display of the trees at the Morton Arboretum. Really fun, really beautiful. Um, and we stand there and welcome people in. And then we go out by the visitor center and as they, they go off to the trail and come back from the trail. We, we serenade them and it's, and it's a lot of fun except when it's 17 degrees. So other than that, <laughs> it's <laughs> cause it is outdoors. Uh-huh. So I get this call the other week. Um, and, uh, the guy, uh, on the end says, uh, are you the carolers? I'm well, yeah, I'm with the frozen Robins. Uh, and he says, uh, I, I want, uh, I was wondering if you could do some caroling for me, um, out at water tower. Uh, not Water Tower Place, but the actual Water Tower, uh, downtown Chicago. And I said, well, sure we can. He says, and then I'm going to come by, and um, my girlfriend's going to be with me, and then I'm going to get down on my knee and and propose. (laughs) Did it happen yet? Uh, Yes, it did. Oh, fudge. Uh, Oh, yeah. Well, but you're going to get to see video of it because uh, I said I gave the guy – our price, I said, hey, by the way, dude, uh, we're going to pay you for the whole hour, even if we just sing for a few minutes. Right. Uh, that's, that's how it works. Sure. Um, and he said, that's okay. And I quoted him our price, and he quoted me like four times our price. Wow. And I said, huh? Uh, and he said, uh, yeah, there's a, there's a bit of celebrity involved here, and, um, and you can't tell anybody about it until after it happens. Uh, it happened last Sunday. And our, our embargo was until yesterday, okay. the 29th. Um, <laughs> and I kept using the word embargo, and he kept laughing at me. Uh-huh. I said, I'm a journalist. This right. is what we yep. say. Jur- yep. It's embargoed until the 29th. And it turns out the guy's name is Scott Kluth. And you don't know him. He's a, 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 a coupon. Uh, what is it? Oh, now I'm not going to remember the name of his. Uh, I have to look his uh, thing up. But... Uh, K-L-U-T-H, if you're going to look it up, mm-hmm. Robbie. Um, and 
he was proposing to a woman named Tinsley Mortimer, who's on The Real Housewives of New York. Right. Okay. The first thing that pops up, I do Scott Kluth. It says, see Tinsley Mortimer's massive engagement ring from Scott Kluth. That was the deal. That wow. was... Uh, so we, we sang, and um, he had us do a couple of songs that were not Christmas carols. We had to learn those, so that kind of made up for... You know, making a little extra money because we we had to rehearse really hard to get these done in time. Yeah, uh, one of them is called "A Thousand Years" by Christina Perry uh, from the Twilight films. I love that song. Well, there you go. The <laughs> other, oh my gosh! The other was. Can you pull that one up? Uh, okay, okay well, uh, we should pull up our version of it. Please <gasps> uh, do. The Frozen Robins sing "A Thousand Years." The other song was a Justin Bieber song. Bieber. I know. I, I do <laughs> I do it just to get a, a rise uh, out of people. Uh, Everybody's always correcting me. That's no, no, good. It's Biber, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so we did a Justin Biber. Who are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> Rich, you have any idea? Hmm. Huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I wasn't paying any attention. Uh, I'm sorry. Are you, <laughs> you're, are you napping during my segment? Is that it today? No, he's paying um, bills. Oh, okay. Yeah, paying bills. Even better. It's the 30th. You better get them done, dude. Yeah. Uh, so we did a Justin Bieber song as well called, um, uh, uh, now uh, that's see. gone out of my head. See, um, that's, it's a Bieber song. Why shouldn't it? Right. As what? long as you love me. That's it. That's the name of the song. Okay. So it's two romantic songs there. Uh, and we did those, we did some carols and then we got a heads up that he was coming by and we sang, uh, the two, uh, songs he gets down proposed and then they were off and that that was it um it was that was my brush with uh with fame uh, so, last sunday so is it uh did they were they shooting video of it and stuff there? yeah they have a video that they put out i'm trying to get me a link to it to get the high res i got a low res version of it but i want to get the high res version uh as a matter of fact i could probably so is he from chicago yeah he's the chicago guy and she was the new york and uh but she's a housewife and or wasn't she a housewife? And there, and there's, there's. Oh wow! And you'll see us. Right, yeah, right there. Yeah, there. Yeah, that was me. I love uh, that song. Uh, all right, everybody, oh wave, 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 wave your candles. Uh, okay. Can I see? Can I see? Oh yeah. You guys keep being on the radio. Okay. I'm playing that on my phone, and for folks who are wondering what's right. going on in the radio. It's she a, looked truly surprised. She was really surprised, apparently. Uh, well, that's good. I mean, we started singing A Thousand Years, she, and she apparently turned to him and said, hey, that's our song. <laughs> <laughs> so, Excellent. So, oh, this is beautiful. So they, I, I have the little chili. And we have a version uh, with, with our singing uh, in the background. Peggy was there, really? and she videotaped it for us. Oh, excellent. So I have that, and I'm going to... Post that on the Frozen Robins page and probably at MikeNovak.net. Right. So, well, cool. Well, there hey, you go. Uh, we got about a minute left, and uh, we wanted to, really the reason you came in to talk about was uh, a new program that the city of Chicago's got going that you were able to get signed up for. Can you turn that off? I'm trying. Sorry. There we All go. Right. Um, and so we're going to talk about that next. Yep. Uh, because Ron's going to be helping me. Yeah. Do some good work on my house after all these many years. Well, you've already helped me with some of the stuff. We did some insulation yeah. in the attic. So I was thinking we do a blower door test before we start. Oh. Then we do all the insulation, do another blower door test, and then we do another one with the windows. Because Rich and I always say there's not a lot. It, it, 
the return on investment on Windows is not what everybody says, especially the window Let's industry. talk about that when we come back. So we'll talk right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Yes. Here I come to save the day. Here they come to save the day. This is Mighty House. All right, you can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor, Smart265, and Maggie Rad. And wherever you're watching, you can click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. Dot com. Dot com. And you can also, you can also call 877-711-5611 and get signed up for the Klein Tool of the Month, which is the KTB2 portable job site rechargeable battery and flashlight. And all you got to do is call Trixie at 877-711-5611 to sign up for that Klein Tool of the Month. We are going to have that drawing at the end of the show today. So there you go. And uh, Mike Novak is in studio with us. And he's from the Mike Novak Show with Peggy Peggy Malecki. (laughs) (laughs) She's busy looking up Scott Kluth and Kinsley Mortimer. Yeah. The thing is, okay, so the person who introduce them together do you yeah. know who that was no carol and i'm gonna botch this name radzawil okay that and, sounds about right and you know who the radzawil are uh yeah aren't they yeah. related to the kennedys yes okay Lee radzawil is the sister of kennedy anthony radzawil is her son carol radzawil is his wife and she introduced them. So my brush with fame is even bigger than I thought. It is. Okay. Wow. It has, it just echoes on in history yes. in the I United know, States. I know, because I heard that last name and I'm like, wait a minute. Wait There's a, a Kennedy minute. connection there. Uh-huh. So pretty soon there'll be a degrees of Mike Novak. Is that, is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think that's how it's going to work. No, actually, it'd be degrees of Frozen Robbins. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Excellent. So, okay. So now the, uh, explain this uh, program that the city of Chicago has got going. Well, uh, you know that the 606 trail was constructed uh, several years ago. Uh, you're Rich, you're familiar with that, aren't you? Not the 606. I know Route 66 and I know State <laughs> Route 1. Okay. Uh, well, the, the High Line in New York City um, is, this, is basically the same thing. Took an old elevated train track railroad track that was no longer used and in new york they put trails on it and planted put plants uh, up there and it was this fabulous success and so chicago said hey we can do that we got one running through the middle of town here and so they ripped up the tracks and and put in paths and now it's uh, and then they planted it it's gorgeous it's really amazing um and uh, cyclists use it and strollers and skateboarders. And sometimes it's a little crazy up there. If you've yeah. ever ridden your bike on it or even tried to walk on it, uh-uh. it's, um, it's a madhouse. Right. Um, uh, yeah. Well, so it's being used though. That's good. But it's being used a lot. I mean, it's like the lakeshore. If you go to the lakeshore, it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, beautiful sure. path along the lake, but everybody wants to use it. Well, everybody wants to use it. So one of the things that happened immediately is that the property values in the area went through the roof. Um, and with the property values going up, the uh, predators 
came out of the woodwork and started scaring people and saying, hey, your, your home's in violation. You better sell right now and we'll, we'll take it off your hands. And, and they were snapping up properties and the city figured it out and said, you know, we got to keep these people in their homes. These are people that some had lived there for generations and suddenly they're being forced out, forced out of their own neighborhoods. Yeah. Um, and so they started a grant program called the 606 Bloomingdale Trail NIP grant, uh, meaning uh, neighborhood improvement, uh, what are they, uh, neighborhood improvement program, so the NIP. And um, they were giving money to people uh, who applied, uh, who me- met the criteria, had to be fairly low income. And, I get, I, something to do with radio again? Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so they, they sent me a letter because they knew I worked in radio. Uh-huh. And uh, no, actually, we heard about it and we said, well, you know, we might as well apply. Uh, I have a job that doesn't pay anything, so let's uh, let's try that. Right. And um, uh, we qualified. It, it was kind of stunning. Well, Kathleen and I are both freelancers, and you know, the freelancer income ebbs and flows. It's sure. just you never you can't count on it for any particular year. Um, uh, so uh, we qualified, and so we had to get bids on the house. We had to figure out what we we're going to do, and then the the city came and they talked to us, and. We have a home that's 130 years old that is a balloon frame that has basically no insulation in the walls, mm-hmm. plaster and lath. And um, Rich, you've probably heard this story a million times from Ron. Ron's been there many times. And like I said, a few years ago, we put uh, insulation in the attic. So we increased the R value and got it up to speed in the attic. The problem is upstairs, there are slanted roofs. So there are areas where there's no insulation at all. So we start our little stocking cap that Ron talks about all the time has holes in it right now. (laughs) And it has holes on the side of the house because there's no insulation in any of the walls. We had actually had, I I had a, a blower test done years ago probably 15 years ago um and the guy came with his infrared gun the walls are actually colder than the windows (laughs) right (laughs) that the the deeper purple was in the walls than it was on the windows and this is what ron was referring to earlier when he said and you rich where you talk about what how what what good do the windows do well not as much as insulating your walls that's for sure um so uh, Mr. Calgill made a bid and I, he came in the low bid. I don't, how yeah. did that happen? I don't know. I, I know about your outfit. Uh-huh. But, uh, so <laughs> zero somewhere. I got to go home and check the math. Yeah, yeah, I think exactly. so. So, well, and part of the reason was because of what we wanted to do. We have wood, um, uh, siding on the house. Okay. And we love it. We love the way it looks. It makes the house look 130 years 130 old. years old and but there's nothing wrong with wood siding if it's in good shape and maintained it properly. seems to be in pretty yeah. good shape and we painted it with a really excellent paint um about 10 years ago uh that is holding up amazingly tremendously. well yeah ron well because the other the, thing is you you get real crazy trying to remove that wood siding because i'm sure there's two or three layers of lead paint under there that would really cause i hadn't issue. thought about that yeah. that would have added to the cost wouldn't it mm-hmm. we wouldn't and we probably wouldn't have I didn't think about that. Had you thought about it, Ron? Tearing it off? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I knew that was going to be part of it. And that's, yeah. why, that's why they just want to go over it. Yeah. They were just well, going to leave so it. What, they were gonna, what, what the city thought we were going to do is just Tyvek and put uh, vinyl siding, uh, which is not going to insulate anything. No. Now, uh, I think they thought we could also put insulation. Uh, you put it on before the Tyvek or after the Tyvek, whatever. 
And yeah, but that's a fan fold is like our one point nothing. Right. And then, you know, (laughs) and even if you buy, they make a vinyl siding that has a one inch backing on a foam backing, but that's only like R4. Right. Yeah, but so it still has so, so it wouldn't have done a lot. And Ron said, "No, exactly. what what we should do is blow in the uh, the cellulose and um, and insulate your home, and then you can keep your wooden siding. You repaint it when we're done because it will go in from the outside. Because if you're going from the inside, you're going through plaster, and that's a mess. Yep. Um, and so Ron said, "No, we can blow it in from the outside, and you we're drill go- it and plug it. Right. Then you and they got a drill and plug. And it's, now it's got to be a lot of drill holes and a lot of plug holes. Sure. Because of the, the way the plaster and lath." is constructed and then you have to go with the gun and see where you filled in right right so we'll be watching from the inside with the thermal imaging gun and you can see the insulation going in and filling up especially this time of year um you and know where you oh have, i didn't you do it in real time yeah you can watch oh. it and then time. you have somebody in the basement watching for blowouts right and where it just start because you can be blowing it through there all of a sudden it'll just start coming out in the basement well, except that you and I did the foam. Wait, we did f- foam that in, so we yeah. should be okay. There. Yeah. Oh, so that should be sealed up because that's always the fun part with the balloon frame, right? You yep. start in the attic. And- yeah, we, uh, a few years, and I tell you, little bit by little bit, we've been adding to the insulation of the house, and Ron came down several years ago, and you videotaped it, and right. and you made me shoot the foam gun because right. and inhale all that stuff. Yep. So uh, <laughs> I was coughing up foam for about a week yeah. afterward, but it seals all those uh, around the perimeter of the home right. uh, in the basement. And you can see that on our YouTube channel, too. So yeah. we're up there. Um, and it's on our Facebook page and all that other stuff, those older videos. And then the one when we shot the attic, we did all the yeah. air. We, we had to correct some electrical issues first. Then we did some air sealing, and then we went ahead and blew in insulation. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ron, you changed my life. <laughs> and it wasn't with the uh, insulation. It was with the electrical uh, upstairs. We had pull strings on everything upstairs, uh-huh. and half the rooms didn't have any lights at all. And Well, they did, but they were jury-rigged. Yeah. And um, he came in, and Ron's like, you want to switch here? I went, yeah. Put it, yeah, put another switch in there. Yeah, I mean, we have switches upstairs. I feel it's so 20th century. Right. It, it was just remarkable. And they even put a fan in yeah. the bedroom. I am so happy oh, with, yeah. with, with you, what you guys did. Yeah. So now so, we're going to have... I just looked up, just to back you up, I just looked up the 606. No, I never heard of that. But you got to remember, when I lived in up there, I was in Tinley Park. So I very rarely made it ah. up near Bucktown and all that. So. Okay. I mean, this thing's from Ashland Avenue over to, I don't know, Pulaski. Yeah. But yeah. It's north of North R- Avenue. Richland which, is actually That's like where... packing a lunch place for me. <laughs> <laughs> so if somebody wanted to sign up for this is uh, for this program, rolling back to that, is this program now over at the end of the year? That's or? a really good question. I don't know. So I, I know they had it for this year. I suspect they'll have it again next year. But, you know, we had to get this done before the end of the year. So we were... Ron and I were scrambling. In fact, I got papers for him to sign here today that I brought because we had a meeting the other day. Okay, two minutes left. Um, but so is this is this a, a grant or is it a low interest loans? The way it works is it's a grant, but you have to stay in the house for five years. So it's prorated so that if you move in two years, then you pay so much. If you move in three, you pay okay. so much, and then at the end of five. Uh, you don't have to well, pay anything back. Well, you've been there 130 already, so what's another five's not going to hurt. <laughs> uh, that's true, exactly. Um, on the other hand, it might make the house so much more valuable that if we sell it, we just fold it into that. So who knows? Uh, but I'm I'm not 
But the whole idea here the is... The whole idea is to stay right, that, in the neighborhood. That's what the, yeah. the program is to make it more efficient for you to stay there. And yeah. by insulating it and saving a bunch of money on gas bills and electric bills, that's, that's where you're yeah, going to save the most we, money. Yeah, uh, we spend way too much on our utilities. Um, and Rich, uh, you'll appreciate this. We keep the thermostat during the day is 63. At, mm-hmm. at night, it's 55. Okay. And people... Just because it's... Just runs crazy, I imagine. Well, there's no reason, you know, if I'm under the covers, I'm. Why would I be spending that money on gas? No, I get it. It's 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 nuts. And and the first year, okay, I'll give you an idea. I moved in there. Night, I got one minute. Well, uh, Nineteen years ago, the first year, the first winter, the first month, I had a six hundred dollar gas bill. Wow. I said, uh oh. There's uh-huh. a problem here. And <laughs> I realized there's no insulation anywhere. Yeah. Even the the attic had none. It had the the old um horsehair? What? Well, horsehair or No, no, no. It had um oh, what's the vermiculite? Vermiculite. Yep. Thank wow. you. And we had That's to all get All I did in those old houses. We needed just vermiculite. Oh. All right, we'll be back. Thanks. Hang on. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Okay. I knew this was coming. I I have some words to this, but they would have to bleep us. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Well, today's the Ohio State-Michigan game, so. And as you know, uh, once a year, uh, Michigan uh, donates its season to Ohio <laughs> State. <laughs> and they will do that again today. Yep. I think. I, don't know, I, I heard a little kid ask his mom the other day, when she said, I want to watch Michigan Championship, and she said, we don't have a VCR. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I, my prediction for the game is that uh, Michigan will be in it for, oh, I don't know, at least three or four minutes. And then, uh, <laughs> and, 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 then walk and then we move on wow. to uh, something else. Excellent. The uh, hockey season or something. I don't know. No, the Blackhawks have been a little sketchy, too. So. Oh, hey, listen, I'm not talking pros. All right, we don't have any pro teams in this town anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Although I notice you're wearing that that hat, hat. hat with the C on it. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's not Cubs. That's uh, Chicago that's Bears. My Bears. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm a White Sox fan. I'm not a Cubs fan. Yeah. Good for exactly. you. Yeah, here Good go. for you. All right. So we do a clutter clarity segment. Heck yeah. You ready? Uh, it's brought to you by Mr. Floor Cleaning Products. Here we go. <laughs> Do you have a disarrangement disorder? Can't seem to get that jumbled hodgepodge pile of chaos in one place? Maybe it's time for a little disposal, a little cleanup, a little eradication, evacuation, liquidation, and purgeification. Here is Robbie with a tip on how to put some neatness in your disorder. This is Clutter Clarity on Mighty House. House. Nice. <laughs> Lord, help me get away. Help me get away. I can't believe he's playing that off of the you and tube. You can yeah. save the, me I, now. You didn't ever record it and like misery. just have an audio file there. He's playing it off the. You've played it off the YouTube all this time. Yeah. 
That's just crazy. It's nuts. Because I don't like the quality of the other one. Oh, okay. Keep singing, Robbie. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do you know what? I know. You know what? I know what. What is it? I know what. Clutter Clarity is brought to you by... He reminds me of Will. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Will? Clutter Clarity is powered by... Rich knows what I'm talking about. Mr. Floor Cleaning Products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at and I'm getting MrFloor.com. And here they are, right here. Far is heaven, and I know that I need to change my ways of living. See, he he doesn't even pay attention. How far (laughs) is heaven? That's all the time we have. Good night, everybody. That's what we do. We just do all this other stuff, and then she's got like 30 seconds to get Mm -hmm. through her list. So what's on Clutter Clarity today, Robbie? I'm going to take a deep breath, <laughs> and I'm going to say, keep it together, Robbie. Uh-huh. He's only here for a short while. <laughs> Last week, we started to talk about how to live sustainably and at the same time help with our clutter. We only got through a couple two. things We got through two, two of yeah, the eight yeah, items. I, I know, and now it's going to be much harder. <laughs> so one of the things we talked about... <laughs> was um, there are 2 billion sockets in the U.S. per what? the national... There's I'm sorry, the, sockets, light sockets. Oh, okay. We 2 talked about billion? Wow. Light There's sockets. Be more than that. In the United States per the Natural Resource Defense Council that still have not updated. Oh. oh. They still have incandescent oh. bulbs in them. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. You right. mean like what my designers put in the house we just finished? Yes. Yes, and we talked about this last week. I'm just rehashing slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are talking about less clutter by having fewer light bulbs, and then somebody wrote in because they heard the clutter clarity from last week, and they said, but how can that be? And so we said, read the box. Anyway. <laughs> Um, all-purpose cleaner, you can make your own. Uh Uh-huh. You don't need to have a bottle for this, you know, for... You mean like this right here? Mm, Okay, I guess it's a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) But for those of you who are not sponsored by Mr. Floor, uh, vinegar, baking soda, and water is something that, you know what, can help you save financially. It can help you save with clutter and... It, it's, uh, I, I will be honest. You don't need to buy those toilet bowl cleaners. Vinegar is the best thing ever. It gets rid of everything in your toilet. You just let it sit for a while. You scrub it. Boom, done. Done. Boom, done. Just yeah. like that. All right. Um, and Mr. Floor doesn't make a toilet bowl cleaner. So there you go. There you go. Um, but maybe he needs to. I don't know. Um, old rags instead of paper towels. There's so much paper towel usage <clears throat> and potentially paper towel waste. Mm-hmm. that cutting up your old clothes. We always say, people call and say, you know what, can I donate my old, dirty, stained, holy clothes, not holy, that kind of holy, to Goodwill? <laughs> I'm like, yes, they will take those things and they will send them somewhere and turn them into rags or they will turn them into, um, uh, make this stuff, the padding for under your carpet, they turn right. that into. But instead of doing that, if you really don't want to, just cut it up and use it as rags. You could then use it. Throw it away. So on. Okay. Single-use plastics. Uh-oh. Good luck. Yeah, I know. So for those who don't live in Chicago, you might not know that we have to pay. Extra for that bag. We have to pay seven cents. So they'll say, how many bags do you want? How many bags are you paying for? All these have always done that. It should be a buck a bag, <laughs> if you ask me. 
Well, but, but you go buy a buy a stick of gum, and they go here. Do you want a bag with? It? I'm like, no, I can put this in my pocket. Gina I don't need a bag. Here for the first time, and she got caught up in it. And she's like, what do you mean? What? <laughs> yeah. So Aldi's has she always goes, no, just done leave that. It in the cart. I'll just put it in the damn back of the car. With exactly. Her. Right. And I can't remember how much theirs are, but um, most grocery stores in Chicago do within the Chicago city limits. And most homes I go into have an overabundance of all the plastic bags in the house anyway that you don't need. Mm-hmm. So, and the the thing to think about is clutter uh-huh. with all of that. So, you know what? Bring your own reusable. And here's another thing that I see in homes all the time. Chopsticks. What? Can I tell you how many people have a drawer filled with chopsticks? <laughs> <laughs> I know. They have the, the And what's the problem with that? Because they make excellent tools for fixing screws and hinges. Yeah. And eating utensils that do not need to get washed. Right. How do you fix screws and hinges with them? Well, if the, if the screw stripped out, then you take the chopstick, you drive it into the hole, and then you rerun the screw back in there, and now it's tight. Oh, how cool. I like that. But is that not a waste? No, because you get to reuse it. You use the whole chopstick, right, well, Rich? Well, you keep breaking it off. Yes. Right. Have, haven't you found anybody who's found a really good use for used chopsticks uh, other than drilling, you know? Exactly. There, there but must it's the be same something. Thing there would. They break down. Every time you have a food delivery, what do you get in there? You get the little plastic-wrapped fork and spoon with mm-hmm. the little napkin. Mm-hmm. You can say, no, thank you. I do. At my uh, Thai place, he knows. He says, no plastic, no bag, no forks. And, and you, oh, Mr. Mike, no, no, no plastic, no, no fork. Exactly. Okay. Well, exactly. I don't even know why they, like even the foam containers, can to-go containers, they make those out of potato starch now. Why would you buy foam? Right. I don't know. You know, I, I mean, it's so easy to make those. a lot of this stuff illegal, but you have the plastic industries fighting. You have everybody fighting about this. And you don't realize those little bags, the, sh- the grocery bags, what makes them bad is they're not recyclable. Mm-hmm. Because they float around, they blow around too much, and they jam up the machinery. So those go directly to landfill. Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know how much a diff- of a difference people can make, and I'm not suggesting that this is the right solution for everybody. But when we talk about how to live sustainably and control clutter, there are a couple things that we could do that will help both. And again, one of those is just saying no, because do you use those plastic things? If you're having delivered to your house, don't you just take out your regular utensils anyway? Or do right. you, you know, break you, open those? At home, those... you would just use your regular stuff. They exactly. go into a drawer where you then you try to figure out what to do with them. There are all, all these wrapped forks, plastic wrapped in plastic, plastic forks wrapped in plastic, and then exactly we we never throw them out. We just no. we hold on to them and figure Forever. someday we're going to figure out what to do with these. And then I have clients who have a basement filled. <laughs> and chopsticks. Ron knows exactly who with, I mean. With chopsticks. There you go. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more this after this. Is Mighty House. Mighty House will return.